Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's can I... awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org app. You are Locked On Packers, your daily podcast on the Green Bay Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are Locked On Packers. Hello, this is Bill Huber, the publisher of PackerReport.com, part of the Scout.com and CBS Sports.com networks. In today's show, we have news that Joe Mixon, the controversial but unbelievably talented running back from Oklahoma, visited the Green Bay Packers earlier this week. Before we get into that, I would like to remind you to check out the Locked On Podcast Network, which includes Locked On NFL Draft, Locked On NFL, and Locked On Fantasy, as well as my website, PackerReport.com. I have a story up on Mixon over there, along with some links to some of the stories done um, by the newspapers over in Oklahoma detailing his saga. And I also have a story for our Packer Report members on Ted Thompson's running back history which is especially pertinent with the Mixon story. Um, Thompson likes big guys. Doesn't mean he drafts big guys, but he likes to have big guys. That story's about PackerReport.com. Also, my all-Packers mock draft finished up the fifth round yesterday. Got another pass rusher for the Packers. I, I, so through five rounds, I'm able to find quality. And these aren't pie-in-the-sky picks. These are picks vetted by scouts saying, hey, could this guy be, you know, I give him a list of guys. I, I started with NFL Draft Scout and a couple other media sources. Kind of made my own composite rankings and then sent, you know, usually eight or ten choices based on that just as a kind of a starting point. Say, hey, how about this guy? How about this guy? How about this guy? Can these guys be there? And if I got more yeses than nos, then I put them in my, in the conversation there. So I got realistic picks and I've managed to find two corners, a guard, Two pass rushers and a running back through five rounds. I've, I've done pretty well getting talented guys. So do the Packers have holes? Yes. Can they fill them? Perhaps they can. All right, let's get going. According to NFL Network's Mike Garofalo, the Packers hosted Oklahoma running back Joe Mixon earlier this week. Um, that's big news. Um, one, the Packers... Get to host 30 players for pre-draft visits. 30 is the number. They almost always use their visits for basically un, uh, undrafted free agency recruiting. So the, the, to bring in a first-round pick type of player is noteworthy. Now, it could be one of two things here. One, the Packers could be legitimately interested in this kid. Or two... Remember, he was not allowed at the scouting combine. You know, let, let's back up. In case you don't know, you probably know, but in case you don't know, in July 2014, um, the night of Mixon's 18th birthday, he got into a disagreement with a female student at an off-campus restaurant. He punched her in the face. She suffered broken bones in her face. He was suspended for the 2014 season. 
charged with a misdemeanor. A plea deal gave him 100 hours of community service, and he had to go through counseling. So he he suspended for 2014. Really avoids like real punishment. Has two great seasons for the Sooners. In December of this year, a couple weeks before the bowl game, um, the vi- the um, surveillance videos of the incident go public. Um, and of course, it sets off the obvious and um, well-deserved firestorm. I'm not sure the right way to put it. Um, if, you do, if you punch a woman in the face, you get all the bad things um, that you deserve. So, because of that, the NFL has a new policy against domestic violence that you can't go to the combine. So, Mixon not allowed at the combine. Well, how, you know, it's a foolish policy because it hurts the teams. Screw the player. It hurts the teams. Now, everybody everybody under the sun has to bring this kid in. um, the, The original purpose of the scouting combine was for medical checks to bring all the players to one central spot, all the team doctors to one central spot, and you do medicals. Well, they can't do that with him out there. So to me, this was stupid that he's not allowed to be there. Not for his sake. I don't, I don't care about him. But for the team. So from a logistics standpoint, you need, you need to bring him in to check him out. Then, of course, at the scouting combine, every team is allowed... Um, like 60 15-minute interviews with players. Of course, with a player with this kind of history, a 15-minute interview isn't going to determine a damn thing. So from that regard, you had to bring him in anyways. Um, never, mind the, never mind the combine stuff. So Mixon came here, and do you know how it works? They, they get here in the afternoon, and they, you know, they spend the afternoon and evening with the team. They get a hotel for the night, and then they come back for some more time the next day. So I mean, it's not 24 hours, but... A big chunk of time where the you know the teams can get to know the guy. So did the Packers bring him in just to do due diligence on a guy they weren't able to talk to um, back in February? Or is this um, due diligence on a kid that and that and I assume and I'm I'm assuming it's this one. Is it we need a running back? He's damn good. We better get to know him. So, Mixon in Green Bay, he's gone. This guy is unbelievable. He is, um, I, well, I, I have a quote from a scout here. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute when I ask about Mixon. Mixon, first of all, he's the Packers kind of guy. Packers like big guys. Mixon, 6'1", 228. A 4.43 40-yard dash. At that, at that weight, that was at Oklahoma's Pro Day. Now, I think there's some speculation in Oklahoma's Pro Day that the athletes tend to run downhill. <laughs> they say usually go faster, but not, you know, regardless. You can just watch the film and realize that he's fast. So he's big and he's fast. The kid played two years at Oklahoma. 2,000 rushing yards. About 900 receiving yards on 65 catches. The two-year total from scrimmage. 2,921 yards and 26 touchdowns. As a uh, been a redshirt sophomore this past season, he rushed for 
1,274 yards with a 6.8 yard average. He caught 37 passes for 538 yards, a 14.5 yard average. And he averaged 23 and a half yards on kickoff returns if that wasn't enough. So this kid is unbelievable. You know, Mike McCarthy talked about it at the owners' meetings. He's talked about it, you know, 8 million times during his tenure. He likes three down running backs. The Packers go, they're a no huddle team. If you go no huddle and substitute a player, then the other team can go substitute a player. And, and basically, um, well, they can go substitute 10 players if they wanted to. It takes, away, it takes away the effect of the no huddle. I mean, you're trying to wear down the other team. And if you substitute, then the other team can substitute its tired out guys for fresh guys. So it, it defeats the whole purpose. So that's why he likes three down guys. Mixon is that. I mean, his pass blocking numbers from Pro Football Focus, too, are right at the top of the charts. So a terrific all-around player. The best all-around running back in this draft. Fournette, I'm not sure he can catch. McCaffrey, I'm not sure he can block. Dalvin Cook, um, unbelievable talent. Um, probably rivaling Mixon, pretty close to Mixon, is the best all-around guy. But Mixon is bigger, a better athlete, a better pass protector. So if you're basically if you're basing this solely on football, and of course you are not, if you're basing this solely on football, he's probably the number one running back in the draft. In fact, um, I'm going to my phone here. I have the quote here from the scout. Uh, I have him ahead of Fournette. Is what is he is is what the scout said, and based some of that on uh, Fournette's medical history. So he's got him ahead of um, Fournette. And here's what he said about the off-the-field stuff. And he says, I don't think Mixon is as bad off the field as he's being made out to be. If you see the full video, yes, he was wrong to hit her. But if you had to put the instigator label on anyone, she was the culprit. So again, he's not making, and he goes on and wants to make it perfectly clear, he's not making excuses for what happened. But... um. The people at Oklahoma vouch for him. Um, I, in one of the stories that I linked to at my story at Pack Report, it's uh, a bunch of some quotes from Oklahoma's offensive coordinator, Lincoln Riley. Um, toward the tail end of one of the quotes, he says that, that Mixon is a future team captain kind of player. So that's, uh, that's pretty strong words. And, you know, you know another thing to scout pointed out, um, the Chiefs drafted Tyreek Hill, the receiver. He was in a mess of trouble, too, in college. The Chiefs drafted him. He, made, he, was, he had a terrific rookie season. Um, stayed clean off the field. You know, Maybe that will help in Mixon's favor that, you know what, at some point the, the player's just so damn good that you, that you take a gamble on the rest of it. Now, I know most of you are dead set against this. I remember I did a Twitter poll on this uh, a week or so ago. The people who do not want Mixon in Green Bay, um, way, 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 way outnumber the people who want him here. And you know, we're a country that's about second chances. And I got I got a email from my reader yesterday. Um, as a Packer fan, I have to say I won't be upset if he came here. I never hit a woman, but as a man, I'm not perfect in any way. So to say he doesn't deserve a check second chance. I think he deserves, I totally botched what this guy wrote. But you get the point. <laughs> He's, uh, email says, I think he deserves one more chance. So I appreciated that email from Thomas from 
down the road in Manitowoc. There's like, and there's definitely a a number of people who think that way. Hey, but we're we're a country based on now, and the Packers have certainly had their share of people over the years who've had trouble with the law or, or you know, drunk driving or you know, hell, Detroit guy is still here, right? So, talent, talent ultimately wins the day, and the Packers need a running back. We've, we've talked about this and talked about this and talked about this. In fact, I've talked about on this podcast that I think the Packers would take Mixon. I don't think they, I don't think they would shy away from taking him. Again, it goes back to your, your running backs right now are Ty Montgomery, who's got, what, 75 career carries and, and more than 11 once in his brief career, more than 11 in a game. I mean, that's... You have no idea if he is a marquee running back. None. And here's McCarthy from the owners' meetings. Obviously, it's a very heavy-lifting position, so availability will be Ty's number one statistic. He's a very talented young man, very bright, Obviously understands the whole perimeter of the offense now. So his utilization and the variation that he gives us as far as alignments and assignments and the different things that he can do will definitely benefit us as far as our offensive scheme. He just needs to have a great offseason. But this is a big opportunity for him. So, I mean, there's no doubt the Packers are going to get a running back. Whether it's Joe Mixon to maybe be the co-number one, if nothing else. Or a guy, you know, much further down the road, like Elijah Hood from North Carolina, a guy who I really like, who's way under the radar. For a guy who was really productive at North Carolina, a big guy. He passed protects, he's caught the ball. I mean, he's not super explosive like Mixon, but so whether you're talking, again, whether you're talking getting Mixon to be code number one with Montgomery or a guy to take some of the burden off Montgomery, you know, always down the draft. The Packers need to get a running back in this class, and this mix and use to me is really intriguing. If your company is interested in speaking directly to Packers fans, you could be right here on this podcast. Sponsor Locked On Packers, and your company will reach a passionate 98% male audience that is 78% between the ages of 18 to 44 and 75% from 25 to 54. And recent studies have shown that podcast listeners are 65% more likely to interact with sponsors and other forms of media. Get your company great exposure right here on Locked On Packers. Our rates are very reasonable and based solely on the number of listeners, so you get your value. Email me at packwriter2002 at yahoo.com to get started today. Once again, that is packwriter2002 at yahoo.com to get started for your company on Locked On Packers. And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. All right, everyone loves a mock draft, which is why I'm doing one, and and why it's got gotten a lot of uh, a lot of traction on the website. Um, my guy Chad Ryder from NFL.com, a uh, border bred Wisconsin guy, so you know he's damn good. He did a five round mock draft, all the entire league matches the Packers. Let's go through it. JJ Watt, for, not JJ Watt. That no, that'd be a hell of a draft pick. TJ Watt. 
first round. I'm not sure about that. I like Watt. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see the athletic traits. I see a guy who busts his butt, who certainly has some upside because he's so new to the position. New to the position. I'm just not sure. And I've watched him a lot, and I like his game. I'm not sure he's number 29 in the, in the draft. Kind of good. Um, cornerback Marlon Humphrey of Alabama in the second. Now, if that's the case, geez, Louise. <laughs> Hell yes. I don't think Humphrey will be there. Um, but you know, it's such a deep draft. I guess you can't rule anything about guys sliding ways because, I mean, if you're talking the 61st pick in the draft, there are probably 70 guys worthy of being in the top 61 pick. So someone's gonna, there are people going to slide in this draft. Uh, I'm not sure Humphrey's going to be one of them, but he's really good. Um, six foot and change will knock your block off. He is physical. The Packers, of course, love physical. Um, well coached from the Alabama scheme. Um, there's a bit of a knock on Alabama's front seven guys among scouts. There's no run, not much of a knock at all among defensive backs. So that's, that's the second-round pick. In the third round, at number 93, Miami's Danny Isadora, the guard. Um, I would say there are four guards in this draft who are good for a zone scheme who could come in and start right away. And that's four slamp, who I took first. And then you've got Dean Feeney from Indiana, Deion Dawkins from Temple, Dorian Johnson from Pitt. Those are four zone scheme guards. Um, there are other guards, four guys who would fit a zone scheme. Danny Azura, I would say, would be number five on my list. Um, who maybe could come in and start right away. And after that, in my opinion, as far as zone scheme guards, I don't think there's anybody else. So that'd be, if you need to get a guard and he's there in the third, that would make some sense. To the fourth round, he has taken Joe Williams, a running back from Utah. Williams, 5'11", 210, ran his 40 at the combine in 441, 4.41. His 20-yard shuttle, 4.19. Um, one of the things I wrote on my uh, Thompson draft history story at running back, that 20-yard shuttle time seems to be really, really important. And that 4.19 ranked among the top of the class, or fastest in the class, I should say, not to confuse you on, on worst. One of the best in the draft class. Um, fumbled like crazy. At Utah, so um, that would make me a bit leery of that um, draft pick for the Packers. Um, also, not the big guy who I think they would what might tend to go for. Um, in the fifth round, they got two picks: one inside linebacker Richie Brown from Mississippi State. He back to back hundred yard, hundred yard, hundred tackle seasons for them. Um, think about a, a four six five forty guy. I don't know. Um, I guess if you're talking middle, if you're talking the fifth round, you're not going to get a perfect guy anyway. The Packers need an inside linebacker who can run. Um, I don't know. I, in my opinion, I guess this is my opinion. Once you're in the fifth round, it's, it's best player available anyway. So it's probably so. In this regard, my, my opinion is probably not really relevant here anyway. But you're fine with Jake Ryan and Blake Martinez. You're probably fine there. Um, Unless you can get a three-down guy at the top of the draft, a guy who can run and, and be an impact player. I mean, if you're, if you're drafting just a guy, yeah, this is how I want to say it. 
If you're drafting just a guy, well, hell, you've got just guys. Screw it. Just go with what you got. Um, and toward the bottom of the fifth round of that compensatory pick, wide receiver D'Angelo Yancey from Purdue. Um, Yancey is visited here, or is going to visit here, um, I was told. As a senior, 49 catches, 951 yards, and 10 touchdowns. So you're talking pretty close to 20 yards per crack. And, and, and here, he's 6'1 and a half, basically. Green Bay likes about that size. If you look at their draft issue, which I am doing, I just think I ran out of time last night to get it published. I'm doing the Ted Thompson's wide receiver history. That's kind of like the Goldilocks height for the Packers of their draft pick history. There was a couple outliers. And that's it. I mean, seriously, I think Thompson's drafted, I think, 16 receivers. And only three of our taller and six one and a half. Um, Yancey actually is six one and five eighths. So he's basically in that Goldilocks zone of height that they like to draft. Four five three and a forty. Um, pretty strong guy with twenty one reps on the bench. His three cone time was six point eight four. Again, that seems to be Green Bay's thing. They like to get guys who are at least over the last uh, three draft classes who are sub seven seconds. Now, maybe that's. Purely coincidence, but that seems to be what Green Bay is looking for. So that that pick makes some sense, and yeah, I think I would think Green Bay wants to get a, another receiver in here um, just to add to the mix. So that draft pick to me makes plenty of sense. And that will do it for this episode of Locked On Packers. My sincere thank you for listening. I would not get out of bed on a Friday morning when I am sick to go talk to myself. So thank you for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop! At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.